following program is pre-recorded. Live from the Hope Center in Plano, Texas, this is Hope in the Night. Late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help and on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker June Hunt. June, you are going to be at a speaking engagement soon and it is, uh, I couldn't find the name of the town on the map that you said where oh. you'll be going. Well, I, I've been saying I'm going to be in, uh, well, uh, okay, it, it's Amarillo, but I call it Armadillo, That's it. Texas. So, yes, I, and there may, there probably is not an Armadillo, Texas. Well, okay. I, I said that, but, you know, there probably is. I'll go look well, there while, may be. while you talk, <laughs> you know. But uh, I understand that um, this is the word in the hallways here at Hope for the Heart is that you're going to go do an Elvis impersonation. Uh, people don't know that, but I, uh, that, I mean, I don't think they know it. No. Um, uh, years ago, I was asked to do something, and um, somebody had a mask, so I, it's interesting. I know this sounds so strange. Um, well, well, the reason that I think this was mentioned was because uh, when I was asked to do this event, it's, called Living and Loving at Graceland. And when I saw that, I thought, uh, is that is that Elvis's Graceland? And then I find out, oh, they're going to do the first part of this a bit like, um, and I don't know what they're going to do. I just know they're going to do something. And uh, But it is dealing with Elvis um, because I saw the invitation. It's like, do the jail house rock, leave your hound dogs and husbands at home, <laughs> put, put on your blue suede shoes, and bring your heart and soul for an incredible evening. This is not my norm mm -mm. of doing things, but uh, I have a friend who uh, whose niece is a part of a uh, of uh, First Presbyterian Church, so the Presbyterians are bringing me in, but it's also, I think, sponsored by First Baptist as well as First Presbyterian, and I thought there was a third church um, that are part of this, and they're going to have fun at the beginning, and I thought, well, I'll just kind of do something that um, they're not expecting, and so I'm going to do... Um, I have this mask that I one time put on real fast, and um, and I did. Are you lonesome tonight? Do you miss me tonight? In other words, it's, are you sorry we drifted apart? Yeah. And so it's just kind of a, I'll play the guitar with that, and um, it it just, it's kind of funny and fun. I was teaching actually on loneliness when I did that, oh, but this is not going to be on loneliness because I'm going to be speaking on um, oh, I was asked to speak on hope as the anchor of your soul and I will be presenting the plan of salvation at the end, so I've got to do the fun stuff up front. Hmm. Uh, but, uh, but I appreciate it because these churches are getting together to invite people who may not be in churches or may not um, have a true, genuine relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And so I am to uh, do, to, to present how, how you do come into uh, 
a, a relationship because I know what it's like to have never heard of that for a number of years growing up. I was not in a church that was that that presented that that even taught from the Bible because I didn't know any Bible when I later ended up being at a, another church. But um, my point is, uh, I, I do know what it's like to think lost because I was lost. Yet, if you ask me, because I was asked, "Are you a Christian?" Mm-hmm. Um, in the new church, and I said yes. I had no idea what that meant, and I wasn't at all, but I was sincere. <laughs> I was sincerely wrong at the same time. So uh, this is uh, a little different than what I things that I normally do, but it'll be actually fun. And my prayer, though, is that the people that they are hoping to reach, um, and I, I, actually I would deeply appreciate uh, those who would want to pray for me, because um, I end up being uh, many times with those who've never uh, understood what the point of Jesus coming to earth is, hmm. um, was, and um, I, I love to introduce people into a life-changing relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, if uh, that's what is on God's agenda for me. So... Um, that will be, by the way, next Tuesday, for Tuesday evening, uh, at the, I would call it the Armadillo Country Club, <laughs> but it really is the Am- Amarillo, Amarillo Country, Club, Country Club. All right, yes, and we do ask people to pray for you as you head out and that uh, that your, all of your uh, gear would would wind up there, your guitar and all those things, uh, but mm-hmm. most importantly that there would be a presentation, a clear presentation of the gospel that people would come to faith, that people who are in the faith would be encouraged and strengthened, motivated mm. to, to share their faith with others. And, you know, I believe that it can happen in, in any godly means necessary God can use mm-hmm. to spread his word, even <laughs> even this, uh, which you are doing, that's like just lighthearted and fun, but I think will be, be um, will be great in terms of spreading the gospel. Thank you. I really appreciate. Um, thank you for the prayer support. That that is very very meaningful. That's the greatest thing anybody can do. No matter what you're facing, there's hope. Sometimes it's hard to believe that. When we face challenges at home, work, in our family, or maybe a private struggle, it can be hard to see what God is doing. The good news is, you're not alone. If you're facing a difficult life issue, we'd love to help. Give us a call at 1-800-NIGHT-17 to talk with June Hunt on the Hope in the Night broadcast. You can talk with June about any issue, whether it's family, marriage, anxiety, anger, abuse, grief, or just the everyday stress of life. June would love to hear your story and work through it together with God's Word. The Bible says there is surely a future hope for you, and your hope will not be cut off. If you'd like to talk with June, give us a call at 1-800-NIGHT-17. That's 1-800-644-4817. Your story might bless someone else's life. What does the Bible say about anxiety, abuse, or grief? 
Does the Bible really say anything about addiction, boundaries, or dealing with difficult people? As June Hunt has often said, there really are biblical solutions to all of life's struggles. We are excited to let you know about the newest and most comprehensive resource from June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart, the Care and Counsel Library. Developed over a span of 35 years with the help of pastors, counselors, and ministry leaders, the Care and Counsel Library is a 50-topic, 10-volume set of books which provide clear answers from God's Word on real-life issues. This is a must-have resource for anyone who wants to grow in biblical wisdom. And right now, you can save 25% when you get the whole set. Check out the Care and Counsel Library today at hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. That's hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. Welcome back to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we want to help you, and we want to help you help others. If you have any questions or concerns about any of the topics that we bring up here on the program, maybe something piques your interest and uh, you'd like to learn more about that subject, just call our customer support team. They're at 800-488-HOPE. That's uh, Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They're available to help you access the right resources. And we do want to recommend, as June talked about a moment ago, that she will be speaking uh, on that event coming up on the topic of hope. We have Keys for Living on that very topic called The Anchor for Your Soul. You might want to get that into your library, and that we can do that for you pretty quickly. Just talk to customer support again at 800-488-HOPE. That's 800-488-4673. If you'd like to email them, you may do that at customer support at hopefortheheart.org. And they'd be happy to answer your questions there and get something ordered for you if uh, you'd like to, uh, to get that information. Or maybe they can even recommend some resources that we have free on our website. They'll recommend those for you. Well, let's get to our caller for tonight. And we have a listener listening to KKLA in California. We we'll welcome this evening, Paul. Well, hello, Thank Paul. You. Welcome to Hope. Thank you, Gina. It's a pleasure meeting you. Thank you. How can we help you, Paul? Well, I just want to give my testimony of how God came from a life of, of, of sex addiction. That oh. uh, well, my story started 22 years ago, and um, well, as a young boy, I, I grew up in the church, and my mother, she was in and out of mental institutions. My father was in the military, and then my father got out of the military, got a good job at a power company and then um and then my 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 mother she was still going in and out of mental institutions but then at 15 well I was on the internet and I stumbled across pornography and it trapped me for 22 years wow um, yeah that's a long time June, to be in um to, to be in sex addiction and mm-hmm. well I went from program to program trying to find help, trying to find and see if there was a magic pill that I could land, something that could get rid of this. But it wasn't until 28 days ago that I surrendered my life to Jesus Christ. And I truly 28 meant 28 days ago? Did you, did you just say that 28 days ago? Yeah, 28 days ago, June 28 Wow. Days. Wow, congratulations. That's You're fantastic. Welcome, it, it's, it, it's not easy. I'm telling you right now that the impure thoughts still come, but I have to rebuke them. 
the the Lord is gracious. The Lord is also taking me through many other other things in my life, like COVID nineteen and some other stuff. But God is good, and God is. And it says in Psalms one hundred seven, it says, "Give thanks to the Lord for He is good; His faithful mm. love endures forever. He has redeemed you. Then, then, then speak out." Tell others he has redeemed you from your enemies. He has gathered the exiles from many lands, from the east and the west, from the north and the south. Some sat in wildernesses, some wandered in the wilderness, lost and homeless, hungry and thirsty. They nearly died. And that's what I was. I was hungry and thirsty in that wilderness of sexual sin. Mm. Every time I, I, I would do it, I would um, it would just get worse and worse over time. Wow. So, really, if we are truthful about it, you know, you're, you're an expert in the field of knowing what doesn't fulfill, meaning you, you know, there, there's a high, a sexual high, there, there, are, there are enticements, all kinds of things, um, what we could call the you know, flashing lights and the, the things that allure, but they don't satisfy, do they? No, nothing nothing satisfies like Jesus. Mm. I mean, mm. you could go to, um, you could go get the porn magazine, you could go get the internet porn, which I, I, I did. I actually got, got a lot of the, the internet porn. The internet was, when I was growing growing up, the internet was, was, was was already developed. Porn was like free on the internet, so you didn't have to pay for it. You just could go mm-hmm. and get and get it. So that's how I would do it. Wow! How old are you, my friend? I'm 36 years old. 36 years young. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but, and I'm trusting mm-hmm. in Jesus now. Mm-hmm. I, I think God's gonna. Um, well, I think God's going to take me to places I, I don't even know about. You know, I'm glad you phrased it that way. I'm going to share something with you. Um, periodically, I'm asked, um, well, how did you do this? How did you get here? How did you, all these things. And I just keep saying, I didn't do it. In other words, all I know is... I was led by God to do things that resulted in something that I wouldn't have thought, meaning, let let me put it this way. I want you to think about a man in the Bible named Noah. Now, what is he famous for? What do you think? Noah's Ark. Yep. How much did he know about building an ark? Not too much. He just trusted in God. Yeah. Are you aware that there had been no rain up to that point? Yeah, yes. Uh, I was aware that there was no rain and that God was going to send the rain. But, you know, he, so he didn't know all the facets that he would experience. He would not know about his successes. Um because God just told him what to do. God told him, told him how to build the ark, all the dimensions, the whole thing, and he had nothing to compare to it. 
So it's not so much do you know how to do blah, blah, blah. It's uh, being yielded to the Lord. Now, he might instruct you. He might guide you. He might lead you to do something in an area that you know very little about. But you don't have to worry about it because if he leads you, he will equip you. In fact, there's a fabulous scripture. Um, Faithful is the one who calls you, listen to this, and he will do it. Faithful is the one who calls you, and he will do it. Meaning, whatever God calls you to do, he will equip you to do it. Amen. Isn't that great news? That is great news. That's, that's how my God works. See, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't rely on myself. I rely on God. I walk in holiness before a holy God and say, mm. God, I just want to worship you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the great news is, number one, it works. Because <laughs> if you yield your will to his will, he knows what is right for you. Um, see, he knows your, what, what would be his perfect will for you. And you can't be any more fulfilled. You cannot be any more fulfilled than being in God's perfect will. Now, you won't know what his perfect will is. But the Bible says in Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, this is God speaking. I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. So you don't have to know the plan. You just need to be yielded to the one who will reveal the plan. Oh, and, okay. So as I, so when I yield to, to God, and I don't need to know every plan that God has, I just have to trust that God will get me to wherever he wants me. You know, yes, that, that is correct. And the reason that's important is you can't know the plan. I mean, you're not, you're not omniscient. You don't know everything. Now, God does know everything. He knows what is going to be best for you. And that's why it's absolutely key to you for you to yield your will to his will. And... I, I think it's vital to understand things about you making the right decision. S some people just think, well, I'm going to have to, and, and they assume it's education, uh, being, now, now, if you're called to be a doctor, yeah, mm -hmm, okay, then you will need to have education. But there are times when God will move you to do certain things that have nothing to do with um, schooling, uh, you, you, you just have no idea what he's going to guide you to do. But the, the great thing is he already knows what will be best for you. In fact, I'll just say, say it this way. Your decisions 
receive God's blessing when you are willing to obey God. Um, the Bible says, if you are willing and obedient, this is Isaiah 1, verse 19, if you, and I'm, I'm addressing you, Paul, if you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good things of the land. In other words, you know, I mean, and he's saying, you're, it's going to be good for you, and you will know it. And so your decisions need to be based on God's revealed will, meaning there will be times when he will communicate, and when you, when you know God is leading you, for example, you know that God's will for you is to be able to not, not give in to sexual lust, the, whatever areas that you've experienced. And, you know, you're talking about uh, years, uh, 22 years of being involved in a sexual addiction. So... Now, these last 28 days, <laughs> it's uh, daylight and dark, correct? Yes. Okay, so, so opposite. But So you know that, okay, when you're tempted, and by the way, everyone is tempted just in different areas. So everybody has fallen, too. Everyone has yielded to something that they know really was not best for them. So you're not, it's, you know, it, it, that's the common denominator, but this is why the, the Bible emphasizes so much, do not let sin be your master. It's it, that, that concept of mastering, uh, it's like, don't let that which would master you take over you, Instead, the Lord is your master. And so you, you need to know that at times you will be tempted. And yet uh, Romans 6 verse 12 says, Do not let sin reign in your mortal body so that you obey its evil desires. So I mean, this is, that theme is periodic through, throughout the Bible. But he knows the times you will be tempted. Do you ever struggle to believe that God loves you, that he accepts you, forgives you, and sees you as his precious, beloved child? So many people have a distorted picture of God that he is distant, disappointed, or doesn't care about what's going on in our lives. The truth is, God cares about you more than you know. We want to encourage you to check out June Hunt's popular devotional, Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes. In this 31-day devotional, June Hunt provides compassionate, biblical insight to help you understand and embrace the life-changing identity you have in Christ. Each day provides a biblical truth along with a short reflection and journaling questions to help you see yourself through God's eyes. We give this devotional to every caller on Hope in the Night because it has changed so many lives Get a copy of June Hunt's devotional for yourself or a loved one at junehunt.org. 
World Class Hope Together Conference is returning to Allen, Texas this October with leading experts and over 50 ministry training sessions, including crisis and trauma response, lay counseling, marriage and family, mental and emotional health, life coaching, and leadership. Hear from dynamic speakers featuring Nick Vujicic, Taya Kyle, Gary Wilkerson, James Ward, General Bob Dees, Steve Arterburn, Dr. Joshua Straub, Dr. Eric Scalise, and our very own June Hunt. Join a genuine supportive community of like-minded friends and leaders who have answered the call and discover our growing network with year-round support for your ministry needs. Register now at hopetogether.com. That's hopetogether.com. And don't miss the life-changing experience of the Hope Together Conference. Welcome back. I'm Jeff Oliver. You're listening to Hope in the Night. This is a ministry of Hope for the Heart, and we thank you for your prayers and support of this ministry. Our customer support team is available at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And they can talk with you and see what resources might be most helpful for you and uh, talk about how to get those in front of you. Uh, Again, maybe a free resource on our website that they can point you to, and those are quick reference guides. They are really a a much shorter version of our Keys for Living, and those are available there even as a download. If you wanted to print those off, you could do that. And then if you want a fuller treatment of any of those topics, you can look into our customer. The support team will tell you about the resources that are available as our Keys for Living. And they can get those sent out to you very quickly. So their number, again, 800-488-HOPE. And uh, you might be interested interested in the uh, keys for living that we do have on the topic of sexual addiction, as we've talked about that in the first segment there. It is called The Way Out of the Web. Again, sexual addiction, The Way Out of the Web. And customer support can help you get that. Again, 800-488-HOPE. If you'd like to speak with June about something that's going on in your life and uh, do that on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night, here's the number for that. Call 800-917. That's 800-N-I-G-H-T-1-7. And when you call, leave a message for us. We'll get back to you and see what questions you have and hopefully schedule you for an upcoming Hope in the Night. That's 800-917-800-644-4817. Let's return to our conversation now with Paul. Well, my friend, first of all, I am proud of you. I'm, I'm grateful for what God has done in your life. Um, I think it's going to be important for you to figure out, are there certain things that you are going to want help with that, um, and what that means is we're not all tempted in uh, in every area, and so there can be certain types of things that can be much more difficult because of the past, because of, of giving in. And um, is is there any question that you have about any activity that you have been involved with? Well, just um, how do you? Uh... I, I guess, um, how do you stay free from the Internet porn? That's what I was involved in. 
Like, 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 I would get free for a while, then go back, and get free for a while, and go back. It's mm-hmm. a repetitive cycle. I have a ver- very close friend who was actually the, he was my co-host for, I think it was like 18 years on this program before my friend, um, Jeff is now uh, in that role. And it was very interesting. When he would travel at a conference, um, he knew ahead of time what he was going to ask um, like to, in, at a hotel. He said, would you put a block on my television? even though he had had it didn't matter how many years he was um free of this activity um some cousins got him involved early on in uh pornography and it was one of those things where much you know very very young he was involved and then um he thought getting married was going to take care of it that that would make everything different, but it didn't. So he had to figure out a game plan. And I remember what he would do. Uh, he would, he had a, a cross that he would put on the television. He would put his wife's picture, a, a, a photograph of her, and it was like a commitment he made to Christ and to his wife that no matter what, he was not going to access pornography when he was traveling. I can't remember what he did at his home, but I do know he had a block. Uh, I'm talking about in order for there not to be um, accessing the kinds of programs on his computer or on the television. Um, there are blocks. Are you familiar with those blocks? Yeah, I got an in family. It's a, it's a, it's a control blocker. It blocks all that stuff. Okay. So that is... You know, the Bible says, uh, do not make provision for the lust of the flesh. So, at least it's it's attempting to block what you can in that area. There are organizations like Covenant Eyes. Um, they do great work. Covenant Eyes. And there are materials that they have available and programs. But the point is... Um, it is learning, like if you really want to make sure that you're doing your part, all that you can, so that you're not just a target, because as you are aware, you can be sent all kinds of pornography um, that's uh, without even paying for it, whether it's on a phone on a computer, um, this is where many 
get involved in, initially. So um, I think that, that you think in terms of, would you like for me to send you our, we have what we call keys, keys for living, on the topic of sexual addiction. Would you? Would that yes. be helpful to you? Yes, please, please do. Please okay. Me, well, um, like I remember we received a, a question. Uh, my teenage son was addicted to pornography on the Internet and refuses to stop accessing uh, no matter what I say or do. And so... We give an answer in our keys for that. And uh, the answer is, while an Internet filter should certainly be applied, many Internet users have learned to circumvent the system. Nevertheless, you need to communicate and maintain your convictions and boundaries about pornography. This is a conscientious dad who's writing this. And... uh, it's uh, so we have a number of steps. Um, tell your son that because you love him, you will do whatever it takes to help him become a young man of moral character. Remove, this is that point one, point two, remove the computer from his room and move it into an open family area. I, I know families that have that. In other words, Everything is not not in the bedroom, which is usually typical, you know. And 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 then um, we have a parenthesis here, parenthesis. You know, if it is already in an open location, then make sure someone is in the room with him whenever he uses it. Uh, point three: emphasize the point that no matter how much. He says he needs a computer for school. Accessing pornography was his choice, and therefore he has chosen his own circumstances or consequences and explained that, you know, while you're being firm, you say, son, I love you, we love you, and want you to have increased freedom. But we also know pornography has such a strong pull that many people become addicted. Well, you've already experienced that. Uh, And that's just one reason we are prohibiting you from accessing porn sites. But there there are other reasons, and that is that pornography poisons your mind and at the same time pollutes our home. Pornography not only violates our values, but it also offends the heart of God. It debases the very human beings he made in his image. Because you're having such difficulty with self-control, you've left us with no choice but to revoke all computer privileges when you're alone. After a month, we'll talk about how you can regain our trust. And then there, we have a scripture. And your, if your right eye causes you to stumble, <laughs> gouge it out throw it away. This is Jesus speaking. It's better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to stumble, cut it off and throw it away. And it's it's, it's showing you, you do whatever you need to do to have 
have true victory. Don't compromise. And this is where many people will do something like this after a period of time. Well, yeah, yeah, I've had victory now for quite a while. But just one, you know, I'm just going to do this once. And they'll revert back to something that had them hooked years before. It could be months before, years before, thinking, oh, I'm strong enough. But I can, I can, you know, just out of curiosity, do it, you know, this once. Or I'll just do a little bit for a little time. And then they have, um, they've really compromised. When you know something is, in essence, like a poison to your spiritual life, um, you know, you you wouldn't willfully decide, oh, I think I'm going to just have just a little bit of arsenic in this orange juice, in milk. N- no, it it's deadly. Isn't that right? Yeah, that's right. So when you're tempted after a period of time <clears throat> to compromise, then you just say, no, no. And you learn to walk away. And you have to be very careful also of who your friends are, the people in your life. Um, <clears throat> because it's so easy to think, well, I, I want to please so-and-so. And they're really wanting me to be <clears throat> doing what they're doing. And that's not a friend. If somebody is a friend, they, they help you be the best that you can be. Friends make you better than as opposed to uh, causing you to yield to temptation. Friends do what's best for you. Do you agree with that? Yeah, because I've given up all those friends that never trying to get me to do all things of that bad thing. I've given them up. Good. <clears throat> are, are, are there people that right now are friends or are you needing to develop friendship? Yeah. Yeah, I, I got three uh, men in my life that are uh, my accountability partners. Okay. Are you struggling with a difficult life issue? Maybe it's a family problem, a private struggle, or something in your past you've never resolved. The good news is you're not alone. Sometimes we need to talk things through with someone who will listen to our story and help make sense of what we're experiencing. For more than 20 years on Hope in the Night, June Hunt has listened to thousands of personal stories, heartaches and challenges from people like you, and provided compassionate counsel from God's Word. No matter what the issue is, family, marriage, anxiety, abuse, grief, or just the daily stresses of work and life, June would love to talk with you and share help and hope through God's Word. If you'd like to talk with June on Hope in the Night, give us a call at 1-800-917. We'll protect your privacy and sharing your story might bless someone else's life. Give us a call today at 1-800-917. 
That's 1-800-644-4817. If you or a loved one are struggling with a difficult life issue, we want to encourage you to check out the free resources from June Hunt and the ministry of Hope for the Heart. At hopefortheheart.org forward slash free, you'll find over 50 free resources that you can download straight to your phone or computer. Our free PDF resources provide quick answers from God's Word on real-life issues, including anger, abuse, anxiety, family issues, forgiveness, and more. They are absolutely free and easy to access. Many of our listeners have found these to be helpful for overcoming personal challenges, and some have found them to be a useful ministry tool to share with others who need help with a personal struggle like guilt, stress, or worry. Whatever issue you or a loved one are facing, you can find helpful free resources at hopefortheheart.org forward slash free. That's hopefortheheart.org forward slash free. Listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we'll get back to our caller in a moment. If you have questions about tonight's topic or any number of topics, we have over 100 of our Keys for Living to help you address your situation. The Keys for Living provide biblical hope and practical help on so many topics. And uh, just talk to our customer support team so they can recommend something for you and your situation. Their number is 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central. And we're recommending tonight the Keys for Living on sexual addiction called The Way Out of the Web. And customer support, again, is at 800-488-HOPE. That's 800-488-4673. If you'd like to see all of our resources, uh, you can take a look at the website and see uh, whatever we have there in terms of our Keys for Living. Also, Bible studies and other books that June has written. And it's all there at Hope for the heart.org slash storm. Well, June, let's return now to our conversation with Paul. Hey, Paul, do you have a plan when you see someone, not internet, but if all of a sudden your mind starts um, sexualizing that person, do you have a plan of knowing what to do? Yeah. I, I actually just rebuke the thoughts in my head, and I, and I just tell them they're a child of God. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One thing that people are um, stuck with, and believe it or not, it can be not just males but females, but um, if they're used to sexualizing a person um, as soon as you see someone where there's a strong attraction attraction there's like you see someone very attractive and there's nothing wrong with somebody being attractive but if you're mentally undressing that person you immediately turn your face from that person. By the way, there, there's a scripture that says, I made a covenant with my eyes not to look lustfully at a young woman. That's Job 31, verse 1. And 
I think that would be a great thing for you to do if you haven't done that. To make a covenant just as soon as if your eye goes someplace. If your eyes all, all of a sudden are looking at a woman sexually. Um, then, and what I've heard you say is, yeah, you know what to mentally do. But it is, you know, where you say, basically, I refuse to dwell on that. I refuse to dwell on that thought. Uh, I refuse to let my eyes lead me into sexual sin. And you turn not only your eyes, but you turn your mind toward integrity. I'm determined to be a man of moral Christian character. And you, and if you have to say it six times, I'm determined to be a man of moral Christian integrity. And, you know, when we decide, a lot of people, they'll say, well, I just need to quit doing something. Well, yes, but you got to have something in its place. In other words, your mind's going to go somewhere, so I'm determined to be a man of moral Christian integrity. And you turn in prayer. You not only turn your eyes, you turn your mind toward integrity, and you turn in prayer to God, saying, I'm committing myself to be pure in both my mind and my body. I'm turning to you, Lord, for purity. I'm yielding my thoughts and my desires to your power to make me pure. And in Second Timothy, the second chapter, verse 19, everyone who confesses in the name of the Lord must turn away from wickedness. So, you know, we all can be tempted. And so it's turning. Um, when you think of turning, or when I think of turning, I think of the word repentance. And a lot of people don't know what that really means. Um, they they may know the word repentance. What, when you think of repentance, what do you think of? Well, I think it's like turning to Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it is turning. Um, it's a change of mind with a change of direction. I like to say it this way. I've, I've said it this way a few times on this program. Um, have you ever accidentally driven uh, accidentally the wrong way on a one-way street? No. Well, you're perhaps the first person I know that said no. In other words, you can accidentally turn, and you don't even know it's a one-way street. There may be a sign somewhere, but you missed it. And all of a sudden, you see cars heading, or maybe it's only a couple of cars, but heading right toward you. And uh, what do you do? What would happen if you all of a sudden find yourself going the wrong way on a one-way street? What are you going to do? Well, you turn around. Yeah. 
you make sure that as, as soon as you can, you know, if you just have to initially stop, but then you're looking for the, for the place to turn. So it's turning. Um, that's repentance with a change of mind, with a change of direction. And, 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 and we, at times, can be unaware that we're in a dangerous position, a dangerous place, in a dangerous situation. And that's why that turning and just saying, Lord, whatever it takes, I'm yours. Whatever it takes, I do not want. I know what I've been involved in. And he knows that for for the 22 years, or 20, yeah, 22 years. Um, that's a long time. And so there, there will be times when it'll be more challenging than others. Do you agree with that? Yes, I've already experienced some, some challenges. Like what? Like the other day, um, the devil wanted me to go go watch some porn. And then I mm -hmm. said, no devil, get behind me. No devil, get behind me. I kept saying that. And then I went to my, to this, uh, I, I belong to this online Christian recovery group. And then, uh -huh. and then I went to their, to their, to their app they use. And then, and then I told the people there, well, this is what the devil's doing. And the devil wants me to go back to that pornographic stuff. And then they said, we're going to pray for you. And I, and I prayed. And I got victory like that. Right. Well, what you didn't do is just dwell on it and dwell on it and dwell on it. Because many times um, we can be tempted and instead you took action. You did not coddle it. You didn't coddle the thought. You didn't say, well... I wonder if I could just, just a little bit, because that is where we get in trouble. Yeah, exactly. It, it's got to be a non-negotiable. It's, yeah. I will not, I will yeah. not. Yeah, you got to be uh, all in for God or all in for the devil. That's the way well, I see it. Well, let me, let me mention something. Um, when we look at the Bible, it describes three, I'm going to use the term theaters of war. That's military talk. And what we see in the Bible is our challenge, our enemies can be the world, the flesh, and Satan. So it can be the devil or it could be the world doesn't mean the beautiful sunrise, sunset, the trees and the flowers. It's talking about the world of ideas in opposition to God. We're, we're talking about spiritual warfare here. And so okay. we, so it, if it's the world, the flesh, and Satan, sometimes it it doesn't have to be Satan. It can be ideologies 
that are even legal in in the country in the United States you're calling from the United States but well, there's some ungodly things that are anti-biblical but they've been passed by law and that doesn't make it right my point is there are are times when there's a world system in opposition from God. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Okay. So, when we're dealing with uh, seeking to be the person that God wants us to be, we an enemy can be something that's approved. It could be on a on a campus, uh, on a college campus, but it's it's really wrong in the eyes of God. It's wrong biblically. So that would be, again, the world system in opposition to God. So the, the theater of, of uh, warfare would be the world. Then there's, it says, the flesh. What that means is I'm going to do what I want to do. I don't care what God says. I'm just going to do it. Uh, or, or, well, I'm tempted too much and God would understand. He, he you know, he, um, I, I still think I can do this. And, but it's a decision of that self, self in control instead of the Lord in control. And then you're right, it can be the devil. But it's not always just the devil. And I want oh, to say that. I see where you're, I see where you're getting at now. Yeah. Uh, it might be like like the world. It might be the world. It might be the flesh. So we have to distinguish between all three of them. Yeah. And, you know, very candidly, um, it's easy to say. There was a guy named Flip Wilson, and he would say, The devil made me do it. And he was a comic. But he would all, always do, The devil made me do it. And it was funny. But it's very true. <laughs> Sometimes the devil is blamed for all kinds of things when instead it's just, I want to do it. I'm, and I'm going to do it because I want to do it. And I don't care what God says. Well, right now you do care very much regarding what God says. But just know that um, there is no justification, you know, for for compromise that's going to do damage to you that is not God's perfect will and I'm for you buddy I really am I am excited about your future we're going to send you our keys we call them keys for living on sexual addiction we will send the keys for living called sexual addiction the way out of the web we'll send that to tonight's caller And we do that free of charge because of your generous support of this ministry. If you'd like to give to keep those resources going out and to keep this program on the air, you may do so at hopefortheheart.org slash givehope. And we thank you. You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And our materials and past programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also, our program can be found on all major podcast platforms. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope.